Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 2 of our Bible study, we wish to focus on the birth of John the Baptist. This lesson is divided into two parts. The first part will deal with the announcement of his birth, which we can find in Luke 1, verses 5 through 23. And then in the second part, we wish to look at the birth of John the Baptist, which we can find in Luke 1, verses 57 through 80. We begin with the announcement of his birth in Luke 1, verses 5 through 23. In our thoughts, we go to the temple in Jerusalem. And there we see an old man who is preparing to offer a sacrifice. Who is this man? He is Zacharias. Zacharias is married with Elizabeth. Uh, they are both descendants of Aaron, so they are of the priesthood. And they are both old, well-stricken in years. But the Bible goes on and tells us that they were also righteous before God, keeping all his commandments. So Zacharias was one who believed in the word of God and believed and understood also the meaning of the sacrifices. But the Bible goes on and it says that Elizabeth was barren and so they were childless. And that for any Jewish couple was a shame, uh, that uh, they had no children uh, to carry on their lineage. We can well imagine that Zacharias and Elizabeth have often prayed for a child, but it seemed that the Lord had not heard their prayer. Oh, what a lesson also before we begin uh, to understand that all prayers are not heard because they are not true prayers. A true prayer is a prayer that God lays in the heart. It is a prayer that we will continue to pray and we will always ask, thy will be done. Well, 
then we see that Zacharias is called now to offer sacrifice. We also need to understand that there were many priests, for there were many descendants of Aaron. They could not all be at the temple, and they could not all be offering sacrifice at the same time. So already David had appointed the priests into different courses, and then it was by lot that a priest was chosen, uh, that they would serve in the temple. And then that lot finally fell on Zacharias. He had never been allowed to do this before. We can well imagine uh, that Zacharias' heart is filled with joy as he is preparing to offer this sacrifice unto God. And then we also realize that there were many offerings brought every day. But this offering that Zacharias is going to bring is the morning sacrifice. Every morning and every evening there was an offering of incense made. And that incense was a type of prayer. As the smoke of incense ascended into heaven, as so the prayers of God's people ascend into heaven. And every morning and every evening, many people would gather outside of the temple, in the temple square, uh, to watch as the offering is made and as the smoke rises into heaven, and to wait for the priest to bless them. And so, uh, while Zacharias is now preparing to make his offering, suddenly an angel stands by his side. Oh, his heart is uh, filled with fear. A messenger from God has come. Oh, what would his message be? And because a true child of God does not feel his ho himself holy, but unholy before God. And therefore he is troubled and his heart is filled with fear. But the angel sets him at peace. The angel says, Fear not, Zacharias. Your prayers have been heard. Well, then we think again of the prayers of Zacharias and Elizabeth. We can well imagine that Zacharias has often prayed that he would be allowed uh, to offer the sacrifices. Well, that prayer was heard. He was allowed this day uh, to be in the temple to offer the sacrifices unto the Lord. But which other prayer? Well, that prayer for a child. And now the angel says, For thy wife, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and he shall be a special child. He will go before the Lord. He will prepare the way for the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes upon this earth. He will be filled with the Holy Ghost, and he must be a Nazarite unto God, he may not drink strong drink or alcohol, we would say. You and I would think that Zacharias would have been happy to hear this message. 
But no, we need to understand something. Zacharias is a human being. He begins to think. He begins to reason. And he says, How can this be? Both Elizabeth and I are too old. And therefore he asks the angel the question, Whereby shall I know this? In other words, he is asking the angel for a sign. Oh, what a lesson. Zacharias is righteous before God, keeping all his commandments. And yet, he cannot believe the message of the angel. There we understand, and there we need to focus, that faith is not something that lives in our heart. But faith must be given of God. And that Zacharias also has to experience here, uh, that he cannot believe, and therefore in his unbelief he asks for a sign. Oh, the angel says, I am Gabriel, a messenger sent from God, to bring you these glad tidings. But because you do not believe, I will give you a sign. You will be dumb. You will not be able to speak until this happens, until it is all fulfilled what I have prophesied. And then the angel leaves. Zacharias continues and finishes his sacrifice. And then he has to go outside. He has to bless the people. Those people have been waiting patiently. For them, it seems to be taking so long. And then especially when Zacharias raises his hands to bless them. But he has no voice. He cannot speak any words. He has to raise his hands and tell them to leave. Oh, then the people marveled. What has happened? And they will see this in the future. And then when Zacharias has finished his term of offering in this temple, then he returns home to his wife Elizabeth. Oh, you can be sure that he shares with her what has taken place in the temple. And then we read that Elizabeth conceived she was with child. And that is what we want to focus on in part two of our lesson. We would ask you then to turn to Luke 1, verses 51 through 80, where we will see the birth of John the Baptist. When John the Baptist is born, then, like all, ever, all male children, the boys of the Jews, he must be circumcised on the eighth day. God has instituted this sacrament of circumcision already with Abraham, so that on the eighth day, every male child would be circumcised as a sign and a seal that they belong to God and that they are under the covenant of God. 
And so the people have gathered around. The people have marveled that God has shown mercy to Zacharias and Elizabeth in their old age by giving them a son. And now when he is to be circumcised and to receive a name, they suggest that he should be called Zacharias after his father. But Elizabeth says, no, not so. He will be called John. The people do not understand why this would be. They say, you have no kindred of that name. But they decide that they will ask Zacharias. And so they go to Zacharias and he asks for a writing table. And on that table he writes, his name will be John. And immediately his mouth is opened. He is, immediately he can speak. And then his heart is so full and he is filled with the Holy Ghost and he begins to prophesy. Now you would think he will begin to prophesy about his child according to what Gabriel had said. But no, he begins to prophesy about the Lord Jesus Christ uh, because he may firmly believe uh, that if John will be the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ, then Christ will come. Then it is God's time to show favor unto Israel, uh, to fulfill his promises uh, to uh, David, uh, that he would send a savior of the house of David, and that he would keep the covenant that he has made with Abraham of old. Oh, and then he begins to speak about John, and he says, you will be the prophet of the highest. You will go before him uh, to prepare the way for the Lord. As a messenger goes before a king, when a king is traveling in the land, so John will be a messenger to go before the Lord Jesus Christ to prepare the hearts of the people so that there may be a people who need this Savior when he may come. Oh, then he is going to be a voice, a crying in the wilderness, as Isaiah prophesied already. And Malachi was given to prophesy that he would prepare the way before the Lord. And so Zacharias, filled with the Holy Ghost, may praise and bless God. We do not read anything of Zacharias and Elizabeth after this, but we read that John the Baptist grew up in the wilderness uh, that he would come <clears throat> from the wilderness as a prophet uh, to prepare the way of the Lord when he is uh, 30 years of age. Oh, then uh, we ask that also this lesson may teach us uh, that we need faith, faith in Jesus Christ. But faith is not something that you and I can make. But may the Lord give that faith in our hearts also as we listen to the next lesson to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, the Savior 
of the world. Thank you.